0: Welcome to the Genuine Girl podcast. I'm Meredith, a 22-year-old recent college graduate who's trying to navigate the post-grad world successfully adult and share my authentic experiences with you so that you feel less alone in your struggles while becoming more empowered to be yourself. Hey everyone, welcome back to Genuine Girl. I am so excited about this week's episode because it is diving into one of my favorite things to talk about routines, specifically morning routines, because honestly, I'm going to need a whole episode on morning routines, and I would probably need another one for night routines. So if that's something you're interested in, let me know. But I've been getting a lot of requests over the past several months, honestly, about morning routines and doing a podcast on you know what my morning routine is how to set up a morning routine that is effective and successful for you and honestly i just want to come out here and say right off the bat i do not think that one perfect morning routine exists i think it's a very tricky topic to talk about because what works for me might not work for you probably won't work for you exactly because we all are living different lives and have different preferences and priorities But I think it is something that can be so powerful to implement because I know for me, I I love a good routine, but even if I didn't, having a morning routine would still benefit my life in so many ways. I think it sets me up to have a really productive, successful day. I feel less stressed when I have time in the mornings to do things that I actually really want to do before just diving into my work and everything that I have to do. I just think it really sets my day off on a positive note, and I think it can do that for anyone, but what it looks like will certainly look different for you. So I'm going to get into all of that in today's episode, I'll be talking through what my morning routine currently looks like as I've started my new first job out of post-grad, and I'm also going to be sharing some tips that have really helped me build a successful morning routine and can hopefully help you do the same no matter where you're at in life. But before we get into that, I would love to start with a little life update, because I know last week I did not do a life update, given the guest and the length of that episode, which was awesome, but I just didn't want to put any more length on it with my life updates. So it's been a couple weeks, and honestly, the funny thing is, not a whole lot has changed since I last talked to you. Because I am still studying, so if you didn't know, I started a new job recently, my first full-time job, and as part of this job, we have to get licensed. To get licensed, we have to pass some exams, so I am kind of feeling like I'm back at school studying for these two licensing exams I have to take in the next couple weeks, so the end is in sight don't worry, I'm taking my first exam this week. So, a little nervous because it is no joke, you guys. This material is hard and it's a different kind of studying than I'm used to because I am studying like eight hours a day straight. It's not like I get to take a break even to go to class. I'm just in class all day. So, you know, it's it's a lot, but the job itself besides the studying, I think it's going to be a really great opportunity. I I guess the studying's a great opportunity too. Let's be real. I am getting to learn a lot about finance, so that's good, but the people are all great. The company is still great. Um, I really have no complaints in terms of anything else going on. It's just the studying can get to be a lot on my brain sometimes, and being the type A perfectionist that I am, Sometimes I find myself having trouble turning my study brain off at night. Even after 5 o'clock hits and I can technically clock out or whatever, I still find myself sometimes wanting to do more or feeling like I need to do more. And over the weekends too, I feel like I sometimes get a little stressed out thinking about what I could be doing to prepare more for these tests outside of work. It is kind of like college in that sense. I. I am always kind of thinking about the tests and studying and all of that, but at the same time, I am getting paid to study for seven and a half hours a day, and I am happy about that, and I want to try to stick to that schedule as much as I can. So that is the bulk of my life right now. I promise next week I will have hopefully a more exciting update because I will have taken one of my exams at that point. And we're going to just manifest that I pass because that is what I need to continue on this path I'm on. So let's just put out the positive vibes and see what happens. But there have been some other things going on too. Um, Honestly, I'm exhausted, Uh, not just because of studying, but just because of a lot of things going on outside of work and just personal life and all of that. I mean, nothing... Crazy, but I just feel like a lot of days this week I've had a lot of stuff going on after work, and I haven't really had time to truly sit and relax and rest. And that has kind of caught up to me. I'm just tired, but I'm glad that I'm doing this podcast because it always does give me a little energy and gets me excited because, you know, I want to help other people and be genuine. So I'm trying my best here, but. It does kind of lead me into my genuine gem of the week, which if you don't know, is a new segment I implemented a few weeks ago now, where essentially I am sharing one thing from my week that I did that was true to myself. Because I think we all need to give ourselves a little bit more credit for remaining true to who we are, doing things that are in alignment with us and just being genuine. And it's also a good way for me to stay accountable and make sure, you know, I'm actually practicing what I preach on here and going out into my daily life really being myself and not just saying that everyone should be themselves. So, for this week, I was really thinking about it and I I did quite a few things, I would say, that were true to me. But one thing that might Kind of surprise some people and be very random is that I went to the doctor this week, and I know you're probably like, what <laughs> what does that have to do with being genuine? Well, okay, without getting into too many of the details because I still don't really have details, <laughs> but i I went to the doctor because I have been experiencing a lot of physical and mental issues, I guess. Um, and honestly, I've been experiencing a lot of this for the past several years. Like a lot of this stuff was happening in college and, you know, I did get stuff checked out in college and I went through a whole process and, you know, things kind of cleared up, got better. And now that I'm in this new phase of life and a big change is happening and I'm starting a new job, Some of the symptoms have kind of come back, and there has just been some other stuff going on where it's like, okay, I think it's time for me to go get this checked out. Now, when I talk about it, I know I'm being very vague, but even when I just like talk about symptoms and stuff, I often get nervous because I feel like I probably sound like a little baby. Like I just. Why should I go to the doctor? It's not like I can't live my daily life. It's not like I am struggling to the point where, you know, I can't get out of bed or I'm in severe pain or anything like that. It's, you know, preventive kind of, but also there might be an issue. I don't know. Um, And so sometimes I get nervous because it's like, well, if I go to the doctor and tell them what's going on, are they just going to look at me and be like, why are you here? This is not an issue. Or are they going to judge me for coming in? Like, I don't know. And obviously I would hope a good doctor would not do that. Like they would be proud of you for just going to the doctor because there's nothing wrong with going. Even if nothing's wrong, at least you're on top of it and taking care of yourself. But still, I get in my head about it and I'm like, I even get in my head in the sense of like, am I really feeling that bad? Almost not trusting myself and how I'm feeling which is definitely not good but sometimes I do wonder like is this all in my head or is there something actually wrong and I think the way I stayed true to myself in this is that I listened to my body I listened to my mind and I took action and went to see someone about it and that's about all there is to it I mean I think it sounds simple, but if you've been in a similar situation or you feel like something is off and you've actually taken action and listened to yourself to make things better, I think that can be one of the most empowering feelings, even if you know nothing's wrong or even if whatever it is doesn't take much fixing. It can be really nice to know that you are able to listen to yourself and in that way, be true to yourself. So... That's just kind of my little genuine gem of the week. Um, I don't really have many updates. Like, I still have to go back and get some stuff figured out at the doctor. So that's why I'm not really, like, talking about specifics. But, you know, hopefully soon we'll have it figured out. I just am glad that I went and am hopefully getting closer to an answer, whether that's that something's wrong with me or not. <laughs> so, that's kind of how my week's been going. That was also an exhausting part of the week because, you know, it just takes a lot of energy to go to the doctor and to like really I mean, first of all, just to go. Second of all, paying for doctor's visits and dealing with insurance. I health insurance is so confusing to me, and that could be a whole episode. Honestly, I would love to bring like an expert in insurance, specifically health insurance and benefits and all that on the podcast, because I think for people in their 20s who just graduated, who are starting a new job, insurance is so confusing and no one teaches you what anything means, like deductibles, out-of-pocket costs, copay, like all of these terms, like I, I know what they mean, but then when I'm actually trying to go to the doctor and figure out what I have to do and what I should be owing people. And if I'm even paying the right amount, it's like, oh my gosh, it's, it's a whole new world. So that is also exhausting. But anyway, that is not what this episode is about. So I'm going to go past that. But if anyone's interested uh, in an insurance related episode, let me know, because I certainly could learn some things about that from someone. So now getting into the topic of the episode. I don't really have a good way of transitioning, so I'm just going to hop into it. Morning routines. (sighs) So I want to start with kind of sharing my history with morning routines and where I am at now. I, like I think I mentioned at the beginning, have always really been into routines. I feel like I just thrive off of having some kind of structure in my life, even when The bulk of my day is unpredictable, even when I don't know what I'm walking into in a class at school or at work. I can at least have certain times in the day where I have a set schedule, a routine, something that I know I get to do. It just helps me feel a little more at ease and a little more, I don't know, productive throughout the day too, if I do something in the morning to kind of set myself up for success. So I've always kind of been the type to like and have uh, morning routine, but my morning routine now has gotten a lot more structured than it used to be because my days have gotten more structured just in the sense that I start work at a certain time every day. Whereas when I was at school, every semester, even every day of the semester, was different with when my classes started, when my first commitment was, and so it gave me a little more flexibility, which was good and bad. But now that I have a start time every single day, weekdays, obviously, I can kind of create a more strict and regimented morning routine that I can stick to every morning, hopefully, Um, which I'll get into that later sticking to it. But um, to start with kind of what I'm doing. So one of my biggest priorities with my morning routine is allowing myself enough time to complete it. So I never like to feel rushed because if I feel rushed, I am just naturally going to have a lot more stress. Even if I'm doing positive activities or actions that will benefit myself, if I feel like I have to rush through them, then all of those benefits will just go out the window because I'll be so stressed about how much time I have left before I have to get to my next thing. So what I've been trying to do is since I've started working, I have been trying to wake up in the morning at least two hours before my job starts, my workday starts. And two hours is kind of just my number. I think everyone has a different length of time they need. I mean, some people are great with just 30 minutes or maybe even five minutes if you're the type to just want to roll out of bed and hop on a Zoom meeting. I mean more power to you because I would be freaking out if I did that. But I know some people love that and that's what works for them and they maximize their sleep that way and that's awesome. For me, I need time to wake up, to get my mind ready, and to just kind of lower my stress levels because I have seen in some studies, oh my gosh, look at me, I sound like such a nerd, (laughs) but I've seen that your cortisol levels, which is the major stress hormone in your body can often be the highest when you wake up in the morning. And so when I think about that, I realize, you know, I'm, I always feel stressed. So that hormone is just vibing in my body at all times. But in the morning, it's true. Like, I am always thinking about what's to come in the day ahead. And a lot of times those things stress me out a little bit. So anything that I can do to kind of lower that cortisol in the morning, just really does set me up for a more peaceful, stress-free day, which is a huge priority of mine. And in order to do that, I need at least a couple hours. Now, when I first started working about a month, a little over a month ago, I, well, I guess it hasn't been a month. Jeez, it feels like it has. It doesn't matter. When I started my job, I was trying to get my workouts in in the morning before I started my day. And so I would be waking up at like 5.30, go to the gym, either the gym at my apartment or driving to a gym that I have a membership to, and I would try to get a good workout in before my day started. And I have always kind of been a morning workout person. I like working out in the mornings, but I was getting so exhausted doing this. And maybe it was because it was 5.30 in the morning, and that's pretty early, but I just felt throughout the day like i was kind of dead from the workout and i was so mad at myself because i thought you know if i wasn't working out in the morning i was just you know i wasn't ever gonna get it in because at the end of the day i was tired at lunch i was tired you know i always was feeling tired and you know i still am to some extent but Cutting the workout out of my morning routine actually has helped me retain more energy throughout the day, so that's no longer in there, but I have been able to add some other stuff in that is really, really helpful because it helps me feel like I'm rushing less in the morning. So, get up two hours before at least. First thing that I will do is take care of my cat because I recently got a kitty and she loves her attention in the mornings, So I will give her food, fill up her water, do the whole litter box thing, play with her a little bit. And honestly, that kind of wakes me up too, because I'm actually having to like do stuff and take care of someone. So that gets you going. Um, but after that, I will just, uh, kind of chill out for a sec. I will put a little headband in my hair to get it out of my face. I'll put my contacts in so I can actually see. I will make my bed because that is something I have to do right when I wake up, no matter what. Um, It just makes me feel a lot better about my life. (laughs) And then what I typically do is I come and sit at my kitchen counter. I will light a candle, turn on some light music to, you know, get the vibes going, maybe a light or two if it's still kind of dark outside. And I will start my morning off with journaling. Woo! Um, I know you're probably like, oh my gosh, so basic. And it might be basic, but I really believe in the power of journaling. I think it is so effective. And the cool thing about it is that there is not one right way to do it. Some people just brain dump their thoughts, which I do sometimes. Some people are really big into having journaling prompts so that every time they journal, they have a specific question they're answering. Some people do it in terms of like writing down lists of things they're grateful for, affirmations, things like that, which I also do. I kind of do a mix of everything because I just love everything about journaling. But that is something that I am really prioritizing in my mornings because I feel like if I just have a way to get my thoughts out and, you know, write and just do something kind of therapeutic like that, I am really lowering that stress right away, getting myself prepared for a more peaceful day ahead where I just don't have a million things running through my head at once. So I have a blank journal that I use. I think I just got it on Amazon. I can try to put the link in the description. It has a hard cover. It has a little bookmark and the pages are perfect. I mean, like the lines are perfectly spaced. I know I, I get into the details, but I have requirements. Okay. I use my pilot gel black ink 0.7 pen, I think. I I don't remember if it's 0.7 or 0.5. Not that anyone cares, but some girls know pilot gel pens are the best. So, you know, I do my little journaling routine. Um, I've also been doing another kind of journal and some other stuff that's more spiritual, because I've been starting to go to church. I've been really trying to get more into that side of me because I tried to do that in college, it didn't really work out too well because I couldn't really find a church that I felt connected to, I didn't really find a community I felt connected to, and so now that I'm kind of finding my footing here and found a really good church, I'm trying to get back into that, and so um, that's a really nice thing to do to kind of ground me and start my day off on a positive note as well. So after i journal for a little bit i will then get my coffee and breakfast so i i sometimes do get my coffee right away in the morning because i'm just so tired there's no choice i have to have a coffee every morning because i am now addicted and i'm a little upset with myself because a couple years ago i didn't even drink coffee and now here we are every morning i've got to have it but I am trying to wait at least 30 minutes to an hour after I wake up to have my coffee because, look, I don't know if this is accurate, but I am hearing and reading that caffeine has like double the effectiveness if you wait at least an hour after you wake up to consume it. If you consume coffee before that hour has hit, it's only going to be half as effective in your body, basically. I don't know how they know this. I don't know who knows this. I just remember reading this somewhere and now it's in my brain that I need to maximize my caffeine intake by waiting, you know, or the effects of caffeine, not the intake. I'm trying not to maximize my caffeine intake, but you know, you gotta just have a cup in the morning at least. So I wait as much as I can. And I also use that time to make some breakfast. I think that some people obviously thrive off of having pre-made meal prepped breakfasts, but I'm not really quite that person. I like a good meal prepped breakfast. Don't get me wrong, but I kind of find some stress relief and peace in cooking a little bit. Nothing crazy. Like if I'm cooking for more than like 10 or 15 minutes, I I can't do it. Not for breakfast, but I kind of like, you know, scrambling up some eggs, making some pancakes. I don't mind the process of it because it's kind of relaxing to me and it kind of also makes me feel productive like i'm you know doing something for myself that is good but also nothing too intense so i'll make some breakfast get a coffee allot some time for that and then i will eat my breakfast and so something i'm really trying to do while i eat i used to be super into just like scrolling my phone watching youtube or netflix or something while i eat breakfast I am really trying to replace that with reading because I feel like when I am just so busy consuming media, I am not paying attention to what I'm eating. Even if I just cooked this beautiful meal and had fun cooking, I will just sit down and get on social media and eat and then uh, by the time I actually think to get off my phone, I realize, "Oh, I ate everything and I don't even really remember what it tasted like or like how I ate that so fast, you know? So I'm trying to be more mindful while I eat and just kind of enjoy it and, you know, really enjoy what I made because the process is fun, but eating it is also fun and I should enjoy that. So reading for me is kind of a step down from being on social media because it's, I know like technically you're supposed to not do anything while you eat and just really be in the moment with your food but I'm not quite there yet, to be honest. So reading is the next best thing. I'm able to, you know, do something good for myself and kind of relax um, and, you know, eat and at least somewhat know what I'm doing. You know, it's better than being on my phone. So I will do that. And the final thing that I do before I get ready is I really try to have a meditation practice. I got into meditation Probably a couple years ago now, and I've been off and on it. Honestly, I'm not perfect. I'm not here to pretend like I'm perfect because it is really hard to stick to it every single day. But I find that when I do, my mind is just so much clearer when I start my work day. I feel like I'm able to focus better. I'm able to just kind of leave all of my worries behind me. I'm not saying it's perfect or one solution to all of my problems. Um, because if it was, I probably wouldn't have this podcast, uh, just saying, but it definitely helps a lot. And it makes me feel a little more confident in myself and my mind's abilities when I'm able to actually disconnect and allow myself to be present in the moment. Uh, rather than just so caught up by everything else going on around me or everything else that I have in front of me or that has happened in the past. So I use Headspace. I do pay for it. I have the Headspace premium membership or whatever it is, because that's what you kind of need to unlock a lot of the meditations. But I love Headspace because they have courses for beginners and experts. I mean, you can be anywhere on your meditation journey and Headspace has courses. They have singles, which are basically like one-off meditations that you can do when you're feeling a certain way. So if you have an exam coming up, you can listen to their exam meditation. Um, If you have a big change going on in your life, you can listen to their change meditation. And they're all pretty guided. So there's someone who's kind of guiding you through it, telling you what to do to get the most out of the practice, which I really like, because the thought of just, sitting in silence with my thoughts is kind of intimidating. So getting to go through a course where they really teach you the best way to do it and give you some good strategies to take with you throughout the rest of your day, it's really helped me. So I like meditating when I can and Headspace is my favorite for that. And after I meditate, I will get ready, meaning I'll get dressed, I'll do the makeup, the skincare, all the things, and I will get on with my life, whether that's working from home, going to an office, or anywhere else. Um, You know, I will just kind of go on with my day at that point, but it sounds like a lot, and it's really not once you start doing it. I mean, at least for me, it doesn't feel like I have this long, hard to-do list to get through in the morning. It's all fun stuff for me, and it's stuff that feels natural. I mean, yeah, I could easily sleep in an extra hour or two and not do this stuff. But once I'm up, it's kind of like natural for me to start my day by hanging out with my cat, journaling, meditating, all of that stuff. It's not like it's super hard and like intense, you know, once I'm up, it's doable. So it works for me. But again, I know that what I do is not going to work for everyone. I also know that what I do might seem a little basic to a lot of people because you hear about all these influencers on social media talking about, you know, journal, meditate, like write down things you're grateful for, um, just like make avocado toast. (laughs) I don't even know, (laughs) you know, all of the trendy things to do in the morning. Um, You probably see those like I do. And I find myself doing some of those things, okay? So, I'm not innocent here, but I would not be doing them if I didn't really see a benefit for me. So, I just want to start this next segment where I'll be sharing tips with that little preface of, you know, I do this because it actually benefits me and I do feel a big difference in myself throughout the day. So, with that said... (laughs) I won't, I hope that you keep that in mind if you're looking to build out a morning routine. Like, make sure that whatever you do, you actually feel the benefits of. Because if you're doing things just because social media says it's good for you, but you really don't feel a benefit from it, then, you know, why do it? That might be an unpopular opinion because I know a lot of these things, like journaling and meditation, definitely have research backing them. And they are beneficial for you. But at the same time, like, if... It is something you dread doing every morning, and you just do not feel any better after you've done them. I mean, why, why keep subjecting yourself to that? Do what you want to do, girl. Anyway, let's get into my tips because I, I don't have many, but I have a lot to say on the ones that I do have. So, my first tip to building a successful morning routine for yourself, whatever that may look like is to do something right now or today that your tomorrow morning self will thank you for. This is kind of a quote that I'm trying to live by right now because there are a lot of things that I do not want to do in the morning because I'm tired. Like, I don't want to drink my water when I wake up, even though you're supposed to drink water when you wake up, even though it makes you feel good, or it makes me feel good at least. I... Don't want to go through the effort of filling up my water bottle or a cup with ice and water. Like, my water comes out so slow from the fridge, and putting ice in is just like kind of a pain sometimes. And I know you're probably laughing, like, oh my gosh, that is the easiest thing to do ever. Like, why are you so lazy? But I mean, if you're getting up early in the morning and you're really tired, I mean, you tell me if that's something you would want to do. I don't know. I just, for me, that's an example of something I don't want to do in the morning. So what I do instead is the night before I will fill up a water bottle with ice and put it in the fridge so that when I wake up the next morning, oh, I don't have to get water. I literally just grab it out of the fridge, which takes like 0.5 seconds rather than filling it up, which I know might only take 30 seconds, but still it saves me time. But most importantly, it saves me the energy (laughs) of having to do that. And it makes me happy because I am able to just get my water and drink it. And I don't have to go through the mental pain of being like, "Ugh, I need to drink water, but "Ugh, I don't want to fill it up. And you know, That's just not what we need to start our morning. So it can be something as small as filling up your water bottle the night before. Something else I do that my tomorrow morning self will thank me for is I lay out my clothes that I'm going to wear in the morning the night before. That's a common one, but it seriously makes a big difference for me. I will lay out top bottoms, like socks, jewelry everything that goes into the outfit i will put it all in one place like in my closet in my room and it will just all be there so that in the morning i don't have to worry i have everything i need in one place i don't have to see if something will look good together like i take care of that at night when i can because it saves me time and it makes me feel like i'm on top of the world in the morning when i don't have to think about it i also set out anything I need to get ready, like skincare, makeup, I set out every little thing on my bathroom counter at night, which might make it look cluttered or whatever, but I mean, no one's gonna see it except for me, and in the morning, I put it away once I'm done with it, so it's like, you know, it's little things like that, that you might find yourself not really wanting to do in the morning, and you can save yourself so much time, so much energy, and just, find yourself happier and feeling more productive when you have those little things already done for you when you wake up. So that would be my first tip is just, you know, even if you don't want to do something at night to prepare for the next day, (laughs) imagine how you're going to feel in the morning. And if there's something you know you're going to be dreading in the morning, just prep yourself for it in whatever way you can right now because you're going to thank yourself later. Next, I would say to make it fun. So this kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier uh, about, you know, if you don't really enjoy or get benefit out of what you're doing, then why do it? This is kind of the same thing, but it's basically just have something to look forward to when you wake up in the morning. It doesn't have to be something like super self-development-y like journaling or meditation. I mean, it could even be one thing to start. Like, watching an episode of your favorite Netflix show. I know that's probably not something that a lot of people would say to do as part of your morning routine, but if you are trying to wake up earlier or if you are trying to get yourself to have a more established, mindful routine before you start your work day or school day, then maybe just starting with the bare minimum of, you know, having a Netflix show to watch when you wake up, that might do the trick. And eventually, if you you get up and you're watching your show, you might realize, oh, you know what? I could also incorporate something else and it could build on itself. But if you just start by having one thing to look forward to in the morning, I think that's gonna set a really firm foundation for a successful morning routine down the road because, you know, it won't feel like a chore. It won't feel like something you have to do. It'll feel like something you get to do, something that's fun to do. So I would say, you know, just make sure that when you're designing your routine, whether you're going to go all in and create a routine, like a two-hour routine, (laughs) or you just kind of want to start waking up a little bit earlier and see what happens, just make sure that you have at least one thing in there to start your day that is fun for you and that motivates you to get out of bed. That leads me into my next tip, which is don't feel like you have to change everything at once or start this whole intense morning routine from the ground up. Like I said, you can choose one thing. (laughs) You don't have to do everything. Uh, And, you know, even if that's with time, if you feel like you just want to wake up earlier, don't feel like you have to wake up two hours earlier than you currently are. Because honestly, chances are, if you try to go from waking up at like 8am to waking up at 6am overnight, (laughs) Um, It's probably not going to go well because your body is not used to that. You're going to be super tired and you're not going to have the motivation to do it again the next day. And even if you do, you might be so tired the next day when you wake up at 6am that you just want to fall back asleep. For some people that might work, but I would say if you're looking to wake up earlier, maybe start by waking up 10 minutes earlier than you currently are and slowly build to the point where you can wake up, say, two hours earlier. I know a lot of people get impatient and it's like once you want to start it's like you just want to go all in but realistically speaking if you're looking for a long-term approach to success and a way to not burn out i would say a great way to do that is by starting small and building up to you know waking up earlier adding more into your routine whatever it may be also I I think I said the word dramatic there. Don't feel like you have to change everything super dramatically. So what I mean by that is (laughs) I don't want you to feel like you have to get up and journal and meditate. I, I guess I kind of mentioned this with the Netflix show, right? It could be you get up and watch Netflix instead of sleeping in. It could also be if you have the tendency to scroll on your phone right when you wake up and not get out of bed, maybe change that to reading in bed so that at least you're not consuming all this social media right when you wake up, because that might not be the best for you. If that's not bringing you joy, if that isn't benefiting you, maybe just you can stay in bed, but just change what you're doing. Read a book, you know, listen to a podcast and just lay there, whatever it may be, just Try to make little changes so that it doesn't feel like this huge, impossible thing to achieve. I feel like I'm just giving a bunch of random examples, but hopefully some of these are resonating with you. My next tip, and we are getting close to the end, I promise, but don't be afraid to switch up your routine over time. I think for me, I kind of have felt in the past, like once I start doing something, I really need to commit to it and stick to it because that's how a good routine is formed. That's how people succeed is by, you know, never wavering and doing the same exact thing every day, making it a habit. And I think that can be great if you're enjoying it, but it goes back to everything I've been saying. Like, if you're not enjoying it, then you shouldn't keep forcing yourself to do it. I think to an extent, yeah, you have to give yourself a chance to see if you really can get something out of it. Because it's not like everything will magically be perfect on day one. (laughs) But at the same time, you, you can't just keep doing the same thing if it's not working. So I think... It's very normal once you start doing something to kind of find what you like and what you don't, to kind of find your groove, and I think it's very normal for your routine to fluctuate and shift over time. So if you're one of those people who's worried about, you know, once I commit, I have to stay committed forever, I would say just don't put that kind of pressure on yourself, because at the end of the day, who is this affecting? Probably only you. And yeah, you could argue and say, well... You know how you feel from your morning routine. What's in your mind from your morning routine could affect other people as you interact with others throughout the day. Whatever, in the moment when you are doing that routine in the morning, you are doing it for yourself and you are doing it by yourself probably. So, if you don't like it, if something's not working, then change it because it's not going to affect anyone else. Like it's just you. So don't feel that pressure and don't put it on yourself because it's really unnecessary and i'm trying to tell myself that too. Okay. This is one of my last tips but it's very important and something i'm trying to remember. Remember that you do not have to stick to your morning routine every single day of your life for it to be effective. I think especially on social media seeing all of these girls 5:30 a.m. morning routines And seeing how perfectly everybody seems to go through their mornings all the time can make us feel a lot of pressure to do the same. And if we one day just don't do our morning routine, it can be easy to get hard on ourselves and to feel like, oh, we're a failure. Oh, man, like, why do we even have it in the first place if we're not going to stick to it? We can be a little overdramatic, or at least I can. (laughs) I'm just an overdramatic person, so keep that in mind too. But I have really realized over time that it doesn't matter, okay? As long as you are making the effort to be consistent with your morning routine, then if you reach it every day, that's awesome. That's great. That's really impressive, actually. (laughs) But if you don't, I think that's more normal. Like, for example, I... Try to stick to my routine as much as I can during the weekdays, but over the weekends, I'm not gonna lie, my morning routine doesn't always work out as I plan it to. Like, it doesn't look the same as it does during the week. Sometimes because I don't have that commitment that, like, I have to start work at this time. So, I have to get this done before then. I don't really have that motivating factor over the weekends because sometimes my first commitment on a Saturday or Sunday doesn't start until later in the day. So, I have more flexibility, and sometimes having that flexibility does get me out of my routine a little bit, and I don't have that same motivation. I used to be hard on myself for that, but I'm getting to the point where it's just like, you know what? I know that I'm trying, and during the week, five days a week, I am pretty much solid. I am doing these things consistently. They are helping me. And if I don't do them seven days a week, every week, that's not going to be the end of the world. And I have to give myself some grace and some balance because if I try to hold myself to this very strict standard every single day of the week, 24-7, then I'm just going to start resenting myself and my routine and not have any motivation to do it because it'll feel like a chore. It'll feel like something I'm forcing myself to do rather than something that I get to do, something that's fun to do, something that's good for me. So I would just say, like, don't feel like you are a failure or you just need to scrap your whole routine if you're not able to stick to it every day. I think doing it as much as you can is great, but no one is really creating rules for you except for yourself. And I think all of these tips kind of overlap each other because I'm really saying the same thing in all of them, just in different ways. So hopefully some of these resonated with you, maybe not all of them, but I hope some did. And the last thing I want to say before I conclude is just to remember the purpose of a morning routine at the end of the day. I... I have a lot of different reasons why I do a morning routine, but I think at the core, a lot of us have morning routines because they help us feel more prepared to tackle the day ahead of us. They help lower our stress levels. They help us feel like we are just in control in a sense because a lot of our life is out of our control, but a morning routine is a series of steps or actions that can be in our control. And that can be comforting. So I think a lot of us have morning routines for those reasons. Of course, we all have our more personal specific reasons as well. But at the end of the day, I hope that you can remember the purpose behind your morning routine. Because once you start viewing it as something you have to do, something that you're forcing yourself to do, or something that you're a failure for not having, because I've seen it that way too, where like, if you don't have a solid morning routine, you feel terrible about yourself. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> this this whole morning routine thing is not meant to stress you out. It's not meant to be a burden. It's not meant to make you feel worse about yourself. It's meant to make you feel better about yourself. So if you find yourself speaking to yourself in that way with regards to your morning routine, I would just say, take a step back, breathe, and remember why you're doing it or why you want to do it in the first place. Don't beat yourself up for not having done it up to this point because the past is in the past and you were doing the best that you could with what you knew and what you had. And now you want to make a positive change in your life. That is what you should be looking forward to, not, you know, everything you've done wrong or everything you haven't done because who is that really going to benefit? It's certainly not going to benefit you. It's not going to make it any easier for you to go out there and be successful in your mornings. So I just want to end off on that. That's something I'm like passionate about because I have too many things in my life that feel hard, that feel like things I kind of have to do, things that can feel like chores. I don't need my morning routine to be another thing on top of that that feels hard that feels like a chore that needs to be my me time something fun something light and easy so i hope it can be that for you too i love hearing about other people's morning routines so let me know what yours is i would love to chat with you on my instagram getting back on tiktok too so feel free to follow me on there uh both of my platforms are underscore genuine girl, underscore, I think I also say it in the outro, so just ignore that. (laughs) But I would love to connect with all of you and hear your thoughts about this episode, so please do reach out. I Honestly, it's my favorite part of doing this when I get to chat with other people and just connect, And because it really does help me feel less alone and related to as well, because I do this podcast to hopefully be a relatable resource to you, However, it equally helps me when you come to me and start a conversation and I can feel that same sense of relatability, if that makes sense. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you feel motivated to go out there and create a morning routine that works for you if you haven't already. And uh, I just, I love morning routines so much so this was fun and I know mine will be changing a lot even as I just continue to get into my job and things hopefully go well after this testing and I actually get into the real role things might change a little but I'll be sure to update you if you are interested and without further ado I'm gonna go ahead and close out this episode thank you so much again for listening I hope you have a great week and don't forget to stay genuine yeah I'm sure you guessed that was coming. (laughs) Have a good week and I will talk to you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast. And if you're really feeling kind, give me a follow on Instagram and TikTok at underscore genuine girl underscore. See you next week.